When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, welcome to a new episode of Only Stupid Answers. But before we get started, Sam. Yes. Summer's ending. Mm, I hate to bum me out about it. But I personally. Don't do it. (laughs) I personally am a big fall fan. I like like the little cooler weather. You get to wear layers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And even though it is a bummer that we're going to have to put away all of our summertime clothes, especially. Those chubby shorts. My tearaways, no. I know. No. (laughs) You can can wear them year-round. But guess what? What? Chubby's has outerwear, too, my man. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, they got some great stuff. I personally like the Up All Night reversible jacket. That does look pretty cool. I'm very excited for them to come out. I'm really excited for the Flip It uh, because they have a vest option. Yes. And it's a flip out vest. Like, you can flip the vest inside, outside, you, so you have multiple options. Upside down. It's uh, just ready to it's go. It's all over the place. But also, they've got pullovers, zip-ups, and all different types of vests that are wind-resistant. They're 100% woven nylon and super soft, functional polar fleece. Oh, is that fleece? You gotta be fleece. You gotta be warm. That's amazing. Uh, and also, they're a great fit. Chubby's shorts are a great fit, so you can only imagine how good these jackets are gonna feel. With Chubby's outerwear, you can get that weekend feeling any time of the year. Whoa. Get cozy with Chubby's. Go to chubbies.com com slash stupid today and sign up to get first dibs on chubby's outerwear collection before it sells out i'm gonna be doing it you're gonna be doing I'm, it i'm on it we'll already it. that's chubby's c-h-u-b-b-i-e-s dot com slash stupid to experience chubby's outerwear that one more time chubby's dot com slash stupid and now on to the show Good Hello. Good morning. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your ears, ears into. Branding. Damn, we want a theme song so bad. We've got ideas. We I just do. don't know how we execute them. Does if anyone, I'm being honest, does anyone in the audience know how to make J-pop? I don't know if you if that's a thing people know how to do, yeah. or if they have a, a knowledge, a vast knowledge of J-pop uh, sound bites and bits, <laughs> bits we, and bites. We would like to know. We want to. We think we want a theme song that sounds like a J-pop. Song. Yeah, we went to. They played a few for Fantastic Fest, and it, we got the fever. That, I got. I shazammed all of it. I can't type it out. All but the all one I showed Japanese. you because you didn't because you didn't see that one. Oh boy, I'm that shocked was, that that was the one that you missed. Yeah, it's a good one though. I saw all the other cat ones, like mm-hmm. that one, that 3D one that just looped for like nine minutes i should try and uh show you the um uh the ninja one but like ninjas can run faster ninjas are stronger that's a good one and they fly and you're like oh wait a second wait a minute since when when since when when did that become a thing it's classic ninja lore everybody knows it dj yes you know what else they should know what if you go to onlystupidanswers.com you can find all the places where you can listen to this podcast also all of our social stuff where you can like follow us on twitter at onlystupidanswers you can cut the bells from stupid. Thank you. I'm uh, sorry. Instagram, Facebook, reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers. But also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music. Yeah. iHeartRadio. You know when you like zone out and you're like, Sam's got this. And yeah. You just like tune out for a second. I That's... I think the same thing like when you're driving, you're like, don't worry, Sam's got this. And I just, you know, kind of <laughs> take a little nap up. with my eyes open. Don't worry, Sam's got so... this. <laughs> <laughs> I say the same the same thing. exact thing. So Sam. This month that is happening, 
as of the posting of this podcast is October. But October is shaping up to be quite a big month for us. Yes. One of the biggest. We tweeted out about a very special thing we're going to be doing every single <gasps> week uh, on Saturdays. Yes. We're going to be doing... I was waiting for a little suspense to build. Uh, okay. We're going to be doing movie live streams, spooky movie live streams. New oh, hashtag. Hell yeah. Only spooky answers. I uh, love it. I love that hashtag. Thank you so much. Um, it took me hours mm-hmm. to come up with. Daisy. I just, again, I just zoned out. I said, Sam's got this, and he just typed that out. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but no, we're going to be doing uh, three different live streams uh, starting this Saturday. Yes. And you can join us at riff.tv. That's riff.tv slash only stupid answers. Uh-huh. This is not a Patreon exclusive thing. We'll be posting it to Patreon what? for people so they can see it. But also, this is a public thing. We're just what? using Patreon as, a, as another form of social media. But for Patreon contributors who are doing the $10 plus, you're in luck because <gasps> the final week, the final Saturday of October, Oh my goodness. We're going to be doing an all-day live stream of Stranger Things Season 2. Boom. And we're going to be doing a big old party like we did for Defenders, which yes. is a lot of fun. Um, and the same uh, spiel. First episode, uh, second episode, and final episode. So episodes 1, 2, 8. Uh, 1, 2, and 8. Uh-huh. Like I said 1 through 8. Uh, mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 8 will be uh, for everybody. Yes. And then uh, 3 through 7. That's a Patreon exclusive, boy. What? So you gotta you gotta join the ten dollar tier plus so you can get all those episodes and watch along with us because we're gonna be having friends joining us, uh, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. The defender, if anyone joined us for the defenders live stream, it was a hoot. Yeah, it, it was, was a, a hoot blast and a holler, and I'm um, very excited to do that again here. Um, but uh, there's also some other stuff they should check out. Do you want? Do we want to just do the slightest? thing we'll save some of the big parts of the announcement for later but we have a returning show mm-hmm. that we can tell them what the show is yes and leave it at that yes we're going to be doing superhero super tv showdown, showdown again again so but that, there's a twist and that's all we'll say that's all we'll say yeah there's but it's going to be um i believe the show's come back not this, this week, week or next week, but the following week. I think so. We have to double check. But yeah, uh, but uh, the, the when air if the shows you we're referring to Arrow, Flash, Flash Supergirl, Supergirl, Legend of Tomorrow. The, the, Sorry, those, I'm good at being in a choir. Yeah. Where you don't have to say the words. Uh, all those shows are coming back, um, and we are excited uh, to talk about them. And um, we're we're switching up some things, um, but it's definitely like if if you're a fan of Superhero Roundup or Super Smack or any of that stuff, uh, get very excited because we're doing some super cool things. I'm I'm super stoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, last thing you guys should check out over on our YouTube channel, you have all of our fantastic fest yeah. wrap-up videos, which you guys should check out. Those are free for everyone to watch. Uh, Patreon people got them right as we were at Fantastic yes. Fest, but now everybody Rubbing else sleep out of our eyes. Exactly, yeah. we were so goddamn tired. Yep. Those were intense, but that was an awesome trip. So go check it out. We were talking about a uh, shit ton of movies. I don't think we were able to talk about all of them on the main episode that came out uh, last week. Yeah. So uh, go enjoy. That yeah, specifically crazy. the most recent one that came out is discussing Mom and Dad, which is one of my favorite movies yeah. of the festival. And if you're watching live, it'll be up as soon as we're done. But anyways, oh, but real quick, yes. Um, Sam, mm. you put together that whole fantastic thing, fantastic fest thing. You made that happen. Yeah, kind of. Uh, and I just wanted to let the people at home know how badass Sam is uh, and how hard he works to get you the coolest stuff 
uh, uh, and make this podcast really um, shine. Well, so I just wanted to give you a quick shout out for making that happen. Well, thank you, DJ. Yeah. And everyone should know that DJ does literally all the work. He does all the, he makes it. <laughs> not not all of it. Well, I don't know how to record podcasts. And we also, this is your space. <laughs> so I think it's uh, pretty even. I think we, we, we make this podcast, is, it means a lot to both of us. So, But uh, you know what means more to me? Hmm iTunes reviews. <laughs> oh, those are our bread and butter. If we yeah. don't get those, oh, we're going to have a bad week. Yeah. <laughs> From the Alex, uh, Alexa Lacala, whatever. Uh, my favorite nerdy podcast, Sam and DJ, are like nerdy best friends, are like the nerdy best friends I wish I had. We're all your friends. We're all friends. We're friends. We're all expecting wedding invitations. Yeah, you better give it to us. Wait, DJ, can you peek and look at that you're perfectly covering your face with your phone? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like your phone was wearing headphones. It was cute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sam Basher. What? What are you into this week? Oh, yeah. Well, you mean that's the side where we talk about uh, uh, from the week? <laughs> yes. Because I said it better myself. Thank yeah. you so much. Uh, well, I'm pulling up the Reddit because I like to read what you guys are into this week. But uh, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of good comics coming out. Metal, uh, DC Metal is crazy mm. it's uh it's insane uh this week they did the the cyborg version of batman yeah. and it has with the flash the version of batman it's a nightmare but it was uh, uh the way they made it work was really cool the cyborg one cyborg helped create but it has nothing to do with cyborg really the no reason why he is the way that he is and it's a uh, it's Taking one of Batman's obsessions, uh, which I guess is the whole point of metal, yeah. is taking that and making it, t- twisting it and making it a nightmare. Uh, and it's his love of Alfred. And that's all I'll say. That's what turns him into that. And you get a very Mortal Kombat-esque death. Um, Classic. Which is really cool. Um, is it is it um, Brawl and Cell Block 99 level death? Uh, not yeah, a little bit. Okay, it's a it's Close. a it's a little bit. So I I recommend checking out the DC metal stuff because uh, there's just so many references to everything. Yeah. Just like to the point where you're like, I don't know how you did this. I don't like. I want to see the map where you laid all this stuff out for the story, which is really cool. Um, Red Marvel Legacy, and there's actually a thread on our Reddit talking about it. What? Were you able to check it out, DJ? I don't care if I'm uh, being honest. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, it, a lot of people are labeling it as the rebirth of uh, for Marvel. Yeah, from what I've looked into, it does sound like it, I the similar. I understand the comparison. Yeah, and yeah. it's uh, they, there's the structure of the whole thing is very much um, the same. Okay, uh, but there are a lot of cool things where they're really trying to ha- build up uh, Ghost Rider again. They're really trying cool. to like make Robbie Reyes. There's one moment where you're like, oh, you're just trying to turn him into the new Ghost Rider, which is yeah. cool. But he has a car, and you're like, yeah, go for that because the whole him having a serial killer inside of him. You're like, I don't know how to root for you. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a strange one. What's a demon? It's just abstract. You know, yeah. you can't, like it's evil, and he's gonna try to tame it. Which a serial killer, it's like that's like a that's like a big problem. Like yeah. that's like not as fun. That's yeah. not a fun thing to have uh, rooting around inside you. Um, we have a couple people here who said uh, Iqbal. Uh, <laughs> Iqbal. Iqbal said, uh, here are my thoughts on the comic. It's great. There I mean, that's go. pretty good. There you go. Uh, there are some flaws with it, um, but there are some, the way they, the same way Rebirth kind of just like laid some seeds of stories to come. Yeah. Uh, really cool. I, I really thought that was cool. I really want them to get over this whole like Tony Stark thing, you know, like the whole story of what he's been going through since Civil War Two. Great. It's uh, just uh, get get over it let's just okay. let's just, let's just let's move just finish on it. Like, yeah. yeah we're all done with it and there's some uh cool stuff that's gonna happen with the thing and johnny storm with uh the 
two in one they're yeah, calling it yeah, um, yeah. which is just cool yeah like, no more fantastic four though kids yeah never fox doesn't want to play ball so you're never gonna get that ever again uh, well read legacy because you'll see uh <laughs> but uh it, it was pretty cool and i'm trying to think if there were any other things oh well we watched some stuff and but um i, I checked yeah. out i checked out american vandal and yes um, i checked it out as well that was it's a netflix did you already finish it uh, no, I didn't. I only watched part, uh, almost the whole first episode. It's been a, uh, it's been a busy week playing catch up because we got back on yeah, Monday, and it's. Uh, it's I been actually watched more of American Vandal than you did. There you go. Right. Uh, but if you guys don't know, it's a it's a parody on the true crime genre that mm-hmm. Netflix put together, and it's. I'm, I'm blanking. Oh, Jimmy Tatro. Jimmy Tatro is the the comedian behind it. Cool. Um, and he's very funny. He has a. Uh, frat boy persona, which yeah. is very clearly he uses that a lot. He was in Twenty Two Jump Street. Um, nice. Which I was very happy to see him in that. I really like, I just like him. He seems yeah. like a very cool guy and he like really plays up. Uh, he is very aware of how he talks and how he like sometimes acts. And so he's like, yeah. you know what? This is my lifestyle. Let's see if I can just like, you know, make money off of it. Yeah. And because he is funny. And so he and a, another, like a couple other creative people came up with this entire premise of a true crime story in a high school dealing with drawing dicks. And it's just like, it's funny. Classic. And the production Classic. value is crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it's real good. And uh, whoever they got to write the story, like the drama, like the the mystery behind yeah. it, top notch. Like really, I uh, really like it, and I'm excited to unravel the mystery of the dick. I'm weirdly more engaged by the mystery aspect of it than the comedy aspect of it. That's like, what everyone says, though. They're I like, found it like they're invested. I found it funny, but not like rolling on the floor, or, like gut busting laughing, but like. I mean, did he get that hand job? Like, I want to know. Like, it's you know what I mean. By the end of the first episode, you're like, wait a second. Did he? And like, I would love if it was more. If it was more episodic, like you like had to wait a week to get it. Because yeah. I want to. I want to hear people speculate. Like, speculate on Twitter. Like, but did he? Did he get the hand job? Like, it would. It'd be very funny. Um, no, and I so I recommend that if you want like a new like little series to watch. It's like eight episodes. Yeah. It's super short. And or roughly a half hour. Last episode's forty minutes. 40, oh. Forty five minutes. But uh, I think it's worth it. I, it's a. Uh, very fun experiment for it is fun i'm a little worried that the joke will get tired by episode eight don't know we're gonna have to see i'm we'll definitely have to watch the whole thing to find out i'm definitely going to check it out because um it was a treat also yeah. uh just talking about it because on mon sunday monday when does it air a sunday uh, gifted oh yeah it was monday night which monday is why night. we're not covering it here because this is going to go up monday morning we were going to yeah. but um there was a six minute little preview that came out what I don't know if it's the first six minutes. It might be. Yeah. But it's showing you uh, the Morlocks, right? That's the name of the underground X-Men. In the comics, is that what they're called here as well? Yeah. Okay, cool. Or at least that's what they're basing it off of. So cool. we'll call it that. Uh, so you get to see a little bit of Blink. You get yeah. to see a little bit of Polaris. Yep. Polaris. Um, Green hair. Magnet powers. Uh, magnet powers. Polaris. Uh, is it War... Warhammer? Warhawk? I believe it's... Warbird? Warbird, yeah. I believe Something so. Like Warpath. Or Warpath. Warpath yeah. Or Warpath's brother, uh, okay. whoever it is. And then uh, the new guy. The new light guy. And cool. there's a lot of really fun... Uh, little details they they put into it. You weren't you weren't able to check it out, but no, I recommend if you guys since this is up Monday, uh, you can just go watch the episode. Yeah. But if you did see uh, the little preview, let me know what you. No, just tell me how the episode was. <laughs> like, there's literally no reason to talk about it anymore. But uh, it was cool that they put it out because uh, you got a you got a little taste of the production value of the show. Cool. And I am very impressed. I am. Cool. I am. Hey, if it's yeah. anything like if it's anywhere near the quality of Legion, like. It's, I would not try to think about Legion going into this okay. in any way because as soon as you do, you're going to be like wrapped up in how mind 
bendingly acid trippy that show is yeah. and that's not what i'm i'm could probably guarantee like the quality if they're able to keep that like x-men on tv quality mm-hmm. for I, a treat. it feels like that because nope. when you you do get like a little bit of a battle in it yeah and you get the origin of one of those characters of lem like if they just if their mutant ability just uh, like showed up, yeah, and them really wrestling with trying to get it to work. Like it's because it's obviously like a big strain. Not like the classic, like the powers like killing them. It's just yeah. like maybe they don't really have a grasp of how it works exactly. So yeah, and th- there's a lot of like they really. I think Brian Singer directed this. Yep, sounds uh, about right. The first episode, you could tell that he likes the little details, and yeah. um, it's it's very cool. So that's very that's cool. Well, another turn. <laughs> yeah, another another big uh, premiere. I, comics, real quick. I've I've been catching up on Hard Traveling Hero, which is a new Green Arrow arc, and I just read the issues where he teams up with Batman. And that oh, man, they are that's they they switch between oh, two wait, artists. Yeah, because I remember that ep- that's episode the yeah. uh, the issue now because they have that really cool. Whoever designed the layout of that comic was it's fucking that rad. artist is great, and they've been switching between the two artists. And, was, and I think they were really smart to have that the artist that they did on Batman and the artist that they did on Green Lantern because mm-hmm. I think those styles fit better. Um, but just little like um, it's just a fun superhero romp and it's just little things like when Green Arrow is reintroducing himself to Green Lantern like that exchange is really cool mm-hmm. uh, the dynamic because everybody with, hates him they're like, yeah because yeah. New 52 Green Arrow was a real asshole and so they're kind of like reckoning with that. I did um, love. There's a there's one Justice League issue where the Green uh, Green Arrow keeps showing up at really? like things that are happening, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna help out," but he's such an asshole about yeah. it. They're like, "No, we don't want you here. <laughs> Clearly, this is your whole gimmick. Leave. Like, yeah. we don't want you here." So like, and also makes sense when you're a total asshole. And he was also a part of uh, Justice League of America for a minute, which was like the 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 meant to take on Justice League. So that would probably be another reason why they're not super keen on him you know what i mean yeah uh, but uh i like i like what they're doing over there i think that's really good uh i've been catching up on motor girl southern bastards all that stuff which is great thank god southern bastards is shipping again and that's jason aaron right uh jason aaron and jason latour and yeah. it was it took a huge hiatus because jason latour's father unfortunately passed uh-huh. yeah well uh my condolences uh jason aaron did write marvel legacy so he's, a, he's very talented and i think he's the, one of the only like major writers that has stayed with marvel all the rest have gone off to do indie work yeah it's so if you I would recommend it checking out because yeah. he does he has it, it's very clear he has a lot of fun with that issue like that's a, cool and there's also one image going around of Deadpool um, uh-huh. that's very sad it's very okay. sad and it's very exciting to see what they're going to do with that character very cool yeah. and then um, but the big thing uh, for this week is uh, they launched a new Star Trek TV show Star what? Trek Discovery who would have thought they'd ever bring star trek back to tv that's crazy uh and they're using it to help sell their their app uh cbs all access which is a little frustrating because it's like i can't there's so many granted the monthly price of cbs all access at this point is the price of a comic book but Mm, uh uh, (laughs) but uh it's like i don't know man so i kind of went in like expecting to watch the first two episodes be like that's fine and move on Mm -hmm. i was actually really surprised at the quality of the show like it's really like uh who knows what it'll look like in the future because i feel like this could be be very much a daredevil situation because it's very similar where brian fuller was on 
helping produce the show, came up with a story, and then left because American Gods was taking up too For, much. Oh, he was on Star Trek Star Discovery? Star Trek Discovery, Whoa. yeah. And so this might be one of those where it's like you can really feel his presence here and then later on maybe not so much. Yeah, and it, there, I, I really enjoyed it as well. The production value was crazy. It's not, it's, yeah. uh, I think actually we got some – I wonder if I pulled this tweet. We got some uh, – Tweet. So, uh, one of one of the tweets pointed out that um, the CGI is better than most movies, and it's like it, it's it's at least at the it's movie quality. Like we reviewed Inhumans a couple weeks ago, Whoa, and man, it, that, I know that, but it, that aired that aired on Friday. When this comes up, this is this aired on Friday. I think, and I don't, oh man. But if I, you're talking about putting a movie, not only, let alone IMAX, but just in theaters in general, yeah, you should shoot for Star Trek Discovery quality and not. In humans, <laughs> you can't just have a really cool shot of the moon yeah. or a city. You need to like it needs to be good. And I think another thing that helps sell the I, I, I found I found the story very engaging. A lot of people bring up that some of the the dialogue is a little stiff and it's very expositional. It's very like and here's the world and here's who we are and here's what we're doing. But I really uh, I I was really invested, especially I, I like the. Uh, the second Star Trek Into Darkness tackled the idea of like the Federation at war, and I just found it very ham-fisted and hard to swallow. And I think this most is, people did too. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a much more interesting take on because not only do we spend a lot of time with our main character, uh, or Michael, Michael, Michael Chiklis. No, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, um, who was who's played by? Oh my goodness! I, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to yeah, bring, bring it up, up the IMDb yeah. just to be safe. But uh, no, uh, for me, I really enjoyed the. I watched the first episode and almost almost half of the second episode because uh, I was just so tired yesterday. Um, but I did really like what they did with uh, like just the scenery and building out the the whole universe. And yeah. I I had never watched the Star Trek TV show, and I and I immediately got the feel of like, oh, okay, like I've seen Galaxy Quest, I've seen the Star Trek movies, I get the feel of this, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I do have some criticism of the dialogue, because I know it's you're setting up a lot. Yeah. You have to. And uh, so I was kind of being forgiving of it. But at times the delivery of the dialogue also can make it rough because there's there's times plenty of times where you can have expositional dialogue and just whatever whatever is happening in the scene yeah. can distract you from what they're saying or the delivery of the dialogue can distract you from it but it is a little rough when you first meet the two human characters and then it yeah just, that first scene that, yeah, yeah in the desert which is cool actually the, what distracted me less about the the dialogue was how they get off the planet I was like mm, that yeah. feels a little much to and me. also just the way human brains work you couldn't map that out yeah, but like but but it, i do like especially once you watch the two, first two episodes it's it's um michael burnham is the main character played by sonequa martin green who was on the walking dead very cool um and you can feel her getting her land because she's very much in the vein of spock where spock was like half vulcan half human so trying to find that balance she's human raised on vulcan so it's a similar balancing act and you can see her kind of finding her land legs on how to play that to where it works and i think by the end of the second episode it clicks for yeah, me because there's some times because we won't say spoilers but there is a time in the first episode where i'm like you need to chill the <laughs> fuck out well i also like if they you're... set up why she's like that but still i'm like you got to chill out and i like now now that um i'll be interested to talk to you about it once you finish the second episode because once they establish the outcome of some of her decisions mm. i think i understand where they're going with it and it's interesting to see star, star trek take these risks and i think 
where like the movies were like, hey, it it has a lot of the Star Trek trappings, but really it's just a crazy sci-fi blow up adventure thing. This has a more balance where it's like, hey, we're going to take modern storytelling conceits. Like you need a little bit of action. You need a little bit of adventure. You need to go bigger. But also take the time to we, – we not only see the Federation characters, but we see the Klingons and their perspective and why they're doing what they're doing. And mm-hmm. even though it's not really defensible, it's understandable. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And then in the second episode, you really – there's some fun, like, logic problems that the characters have to try and figure out. And and, the and I idea, feel like that's the, appro- that's the appeal of the original Star Trek shows. I, yeah. I think the appeal is there's – because it was created in a time where you didn't have as bigger budgets, you had to rely more on your ideas and mm-hmm. your characters. And I think that's another – the reason I tend to find Star Trek more appealing than Star Wars is because of it, coming from TV. What sells – what makes people come back week to week to TV shows is love of the characters and their interactions. And that's more meaningful than me. Mm-hmm. And it's a little hard. I love it here. It's a little hard to gauge because basically they've been talking about these first two episodes as like a prologue and the show itself starts proper in episode three. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, well, and you'll, once you finish the second episode, you'll be like, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but what we have here um, is, is I, 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 by the end, I'm really on board with Michael Burnham. I really like Doug Jones as Lieutenant Saru. Yeah, he's really good. And I like little stuff like that, even though it's super basic, like it's like Doctor Who level sci-fi, but yeah. like the idea of like, hey, you guys have a food chain. We don't. Mm-hmm. And so my whole outlook on the universe is different than you. And I like, it's one of the first times, like normally Star Trek is filled with characters that are super gung-ho. We're going to go on adventures and do this stuff. It's cool to have a character be like, I don't want to. Yeah. I just want to. I'm going to do the safe thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's a cool dynamic. And you need that. Also, that character exists in a lot of tropes, but yeah. I like the also, way he, he plays it. Also, he looks cool. He does. And uh, Doug Jones played, he does a lot of creature work. He did... Yeah. Um, uh, Basically, every Guillermo del Toro movie, he's in the he's in the shape of water. Yeah, uh, he, play, he plays the creature. Um, yeah. But no, why am I blanking? Abe. He played Abe in Hellboy. There you go. Yeah, Couldn't and think. then um, uh, he was briefly on The Flash. Um as la- I think he was Laser Eye Guy. I think that was his powers. That's Doug Jones. Yeah. Good for him. Man, they... Got rid of him quick. Yeah, after the sure first did. season. Yeah, sure did. but it shows. I it shows a lot of promise. It it really modernizes Star Trek while emphasizing the things that I really care about. Opening credits are awesome. Opening credits are amazing. Yeah, I, I I stopped giving a shit about opening credits, but that, I was pleasantly surprised by that. We do have a couple tweets. Couple tweets. Because uh, I uh, we asked you guys what your thoughts were on it and you had opinions uh james stark at james stark plays hello uh refreshing to see star trek that actually piques my interest uh luke connor at luke john connor enjoying it feels like an extended film rather than a series but hopefully there'll uh be a greater focus on starfleet curling on relations i think that's reasonable to hope for uh and nick at uh, I am Nick Castillo. A good mix between the original series and new movies. Great CGI. An okay two-hour premiere. Nice. I, th- I think this is what I always wanted the movies to be. Mm. Watching that two-hour premiere, it's like, I think this the is... The first Star Trek movie is is up there with one of my favorite sci-fi movies because it's just so... I mean, and I don't... Like, that's me disregarding basically all of Star Trek when I say that because I just... I don't care and he just... I, I don't because that no. movie was so much fun for me to watch. Like, yeah. it took... Almost every element of sci-fi that I love, and yeah. they really played with it. Also, I bought every character's motivation in it. Like, yeah, I, no, the first Star Trek is a lot of fun, and I enjoyed Star Trek Beyond a lot. Yeah, the that one, one that, felt more like the TV show. Yeah, that one gets closer. I uh, it, just the thing I'm missing is I, I like it when Star Trek challenges, challenge, confronts challenging ideas, and these two episodes really dive into like when is the right time to 
go to war? Like, when do you, who fires the first shot? Like, how do you, and, and the fact that they were tackling that, and plus one of my favorite scenes, like, uh, maybe one of my favorite scenes all year is uh, Michael Burnham is, is stuck someplace and she has to get into a uh, uh, moral philosophical debate with a computer. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Like, That's it's just cool. cool that they did that. I haven't gotten to that part yet, but I'm excited for it. Um, we. Uh, I did want to read from the subreddit because you guys let us know what you're into this week. I wanted to read really quick from Films and Shit. Nice. Uh, and I also, Classic. they talk about a TV, uh, Netflix series that I've been hearing a lot of buzz about. Uh, I totally binged watched Neo Yokio, a Netflix original American Japanese anime created Weird. by Ezra Koenig of Vampire Weekend. So Weird. What? here's this though. That's nuts. Uh, it's a really funny. Uh, it's really funny, and the story is pretty interesting. With a big cast featuring the likes of Jaden Smith, Jude Law, what Richard Aode, right? Right? Aode. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, from IT Crowd, uh, Stephen Fry, Steve Buscemi, Susan Sarandon, and Jason Schwartzman, just to name a few. Holy shit! Definitely worth a watch. Yeah. No. Uh, I give a, couple, a look. A couple of my family members checked it out. It's on the. They're, they're really pushing it. Like it's yeah. a big. Um, it's interesting. It's the a way big deal. Netflix does stuff. They can just look at their algorithm rhythm and be like. Oh, what are people watching? Cool, more of that. Yeah, easy peasy. Yeah, anime, anime people are like destroying anime on our on our platform. Uh, here's a new one. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Uh, so definitely worth checking it out. But I think we're pretty good on any other things you would like to talk about. No, what I would like to do is take a second to thank one of our sponsors. Hey, mind if I say a little bit about our friends over at ZipRecruiter? I wish you would, Sam. Well, thank you so much. Well, if you guys are hiring, did you know you can make it even easier, more streamlined, and less time consuming? So even when you're super busy, you could still be smart about the way you hire. Then, well, with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over a hundred uh, different leading uh, job boards, and with just one click. That's nuts. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting so you receive the best possible matches. That's insane. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you. It finds them. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Mm-hmm. Now find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. What is that? Wait, one more time. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. One now, more time. I feel like you didn't, they didn't get it the no, other they time, so we got to do it one more time. Are you ready? Here it comes. Yes. Ready? And ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. On to the show. All right, DJ, we're going to hop into the main topic of today's episode, which yes. is... Uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. And you may be like, well, wait a second, didn't that movie come out a week ago? Yeah, yeah. but we were at Fantastic Fest and a week ago. check out our episode about Fantastic Fest because we saw so many goddamn good movies. Jeez. But it was nice. What, just... did you think we are going to talk about Flatliners? I... No way. No, 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 no. I don't need to... No, I don't want to watch that movie. Uh, it was a remake of a Joel Schumacher movie. I'm fine. Yep. <laughs> we're... That people probably only remember because of the cast it had. Also, apparently it was the first movie to come out uh post pretty woman julia roberts she's in it yeah Good and it was her, her first movie and just so happened to be the next movie she was in so it did great oh, bro why, and i didn't even do that great anyway it doesn't matter i will not watch let's that talk movie. a little bit more about the background of flatliners huh? there we go uh but no what i was saying is that uh fantastic fest we saw a bunch of really good yes. uh, movies some indie some a little bit more mainstream and you're saying kingsman was better than all of them and that's what i'm saying but no it was just nice to go watch a blockbuster because immediately when this movie starts not even a 
beat. Not yes. even a beat. And it, it, it's in the action, the Matthew Vaughn uh, style of action. Now we're going to do spoiler-free review. Yeah, although I will say, spoiler-free, it definitely starts with its best action sequence. Uh, for me, at least. Okay, for you. No, yeah. it is very good. But um, but for me, this movie, I'm a huge fan of the first movie. And yeah. I, I am with everyone when we when I can say that the first movie surprised the hell out of me. Um which is awesome that a movie can still do that, that yeah. like you have literally no knowledge or expectation for. Then you watch it and it blows your fucking tits off. It did. There were a lot of problems. Look up hospital records at the time. Tits flying off. <laughs> left tits and right. flying off everywhere. It was bloody. But is worth it because those, that movie was fucking phenomenal. The church scene. How can we can't... There's nothing else to say about it because everyone said it already. Yes. That scene is phenomenal. Colin Firth... Uh, Colin Firth, right? Just, yes. I get my Collins mixed up a little bit because we saw uh, Colin Farrell and something else this mm-hmm. weekend. Um, Colin Firth fucking nails it. And yes. um, uh, Taron Egerton? Edgerton. Edgerton. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. I'm Taron? Yeah. Uh, Eggsy, uh, he's very good in this. Uh, Mark Strong nails it. Uh, you get and, and that's, yeah, but you're talking about the first. Sorry, movie. the first one. And <laughs> it's really good. And so coming into this, I'm like, it's probably gonna fall into some sequel itis. Is the term yes. I've been hearing. And but the cast what looked phenomenal. I was excited mm-hmm. for it, and I was like, you know what? Based on what the first movie was, and Matthew Vaughn in my head could take a similar route to Phil Lord and Chris Miller with 22 Jump Street of yeah. like really leaning into a lot of the sequel like problems sequels have yes uh, and so I didn't my expectations were pretty much in the middle and I had a great time watching this movie there are issues with it mm-hmm. and I don't think it's as clean uh, or as good as the first but there are some fucking rad action scenes um, there's a lot of really fun characters of the sceneries and the scenery and the use of tech is uh, mm-hmm. really fun in this movie and um, uh, Taron uh, Exy he gets uh, he really bumps it up in this movie he's a, he's a lot better in this movie than in the first one for me at least and the texture of these movies is really fun they really they yeah. lean hard into Americana and I eat it up I fucking yeah. love it. It's it's cowboy to the max. It's cowboys mixed with spies, yeah. mixed with English gentlemen. Love it. Uh, but yes, uh, there are some problems with it. But I don't think I think you enjoyed it, right? In yeah, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the first one too. I didn't come. I wasn't surprised by the first one. I saw it. I saw it when it was on. Uh, probably was on HBO or something. You didn't watch uh, it in theaters? Nah, man, it was so much fun in theaters. Well, and that's the thing. So by the time I saw it, everybody told me it was like the best movie ever, and it's like it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, here's the thing, man. So couple couple Kingsmen in, uh, kick ass movies. Uh, I just started reading Civil War, uh, Marvel Civil War. Why? Uh, just feeling just because just because just mm-hmm. I never I didn't re- read it when it was first released. Mm-hmm. So I uh, started to catch up and and I've decided started to read Ultimates. Mm. I don't think I like Mark Millar's view on the world. I don't think I like his perspective. Yeah, I don't uh, know if he had too much to do with besides creating Kingsman, but it, it fits his perspective, which is this very like dark <laughs> uh, yeah it's 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 this weird like neoconservative nihilism like uh hey wasn't it great when just like white men could do whatever the hell they wanted and didn't have to worry about other people's opinions and also everybody in the world sucks except those really exceptional white dudes like not all white dudes just the really exceptional ones really that's what you get from it 
that's what that's how Kingsman makes me feel. Like that's uh, how Kingsman makes me feel. You don't think it's, it's definitely, diving into a genre that has well, been around no, but for a long thing time? Is, but instead of like subverting it, it really embraces every like every, literally literally every aspect of the mob movies, uh, negative, positive, all of them, and treats them like sacrosanct. Like uh, the classic '60s fashion is the best fashion. Don't even question it. It's the coolest thing ever. All the fucking gadgets are fucking amazing. Don't you worry about it. White guys are the fucking best, and especially uh, posh British white guys. Don't listen to any anybody else um like also also it, it's it reminds me of those like why the guys why that the like white guy part of it not well, not think about well, no but think about it the not the, not saying that it's not there i'm just wondering why th- that that Explain because a bit. <laughs> well because think about the way these movies are structured they go on and on about being a gentleman being posh being this certain thing while just just reveling in like Every type of sexual whatever, every type of violence. So it's like those guys that like it, it reminds me of that classic stereotype of the guys that like have are very like proper and prim and know what a gentleman is. Manners maketh man or whatever. But then they go to watch pornos with their buddies mm. in the back because that's what boys do, and that's okay because that's what boys do as long as we do it behind closed doors. And, and if you think about it, like the first movie. Uh, a black guy that wants to stop global warming. Second movie, a woman that wants to stop the war on drugs, which are both are classic liberal issues. It wouldn't shock me if like, I heard somebody bring up, it wouldn't shock me if a third one was somebody trying to take on universal healthcare and they're the bad guy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Also like the, all the, all the people of color or women in these movies are either it or the villain. Mm. Um, like it's just a weird, or dead or dead or killed. Uh, but even then, the one that's killed is it. She, yeah, she's helping him on she the computer. Is, but that's yeah. not what her job is, though. That's all. Oh, we don't see get her the spoilers. Do. That's not. That's, that's yeah. all we see her do in this movie. In the other movie too. No. Yeah, she's basically support. I don't know anything about her as a character. Yeah, I was bummed about that. Yeah, and it's Sorry, not, and not, not, not saying they're not fun. They're, mm-hmm. They are fun movies. It just makes me, it's just there's this weird subtext, like texture that makes me feel gross watching them. And it's, and, it's, and I've started, to, and it's, and it's like, I get it with all of like Mark Miller's shit. Like, I just don't, I just don't like uh, anything that's, that's. I just don't like his, his perspective or worldview. And I feel like it, it affects these movies and I'm not alone. I'm not the only one that, no, that I'm not, I'm not perceives a, this. I'm not disagreeing with and you. And I think, I'm just listen, like I think if you're able to watch these movies and be like, oh, that's a fun time, just let it be that. I'm just saying that's, I can't, I can't watch it. There's, there's, I don't, I think if somebody questioned, like, the, 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 the last movie is all about like becoming a posh gentleman and but it ends on a fucking anal joke like that's the best a man could ever yeah, hope to great. accomplish yeah, you know what i mean and they bring it they trot it back out for this movie mm-hmm. remember what happens if you save the world mm-hmm. and it's like is that all this person has to offer as the woman in mm-hmm. his life whatever uh we'll get into spoilers i just it's it, parts of it are fun this this movie seems a little less mean-spirited than the first one which is nice but it's also like the action isn't as good and it's not as tightly plotted so it's like a trade-off <laughs> okay so uh, i do agree that the it, uh, diversity is definitely needed in these movies yeah. um and i like your pitch of like if you made eggsy black that would be really cool I because think, yeah uh it would have it would have been really in, an interesting choice for the character um now, when it comes to the villains of Mark Millar, I've, I read the Ultimates. I told you about my feelings, yeah. but I think it's super overrated. Have you, have you read Civil War? 
Uh, no, he wrote uh, it. Yeah, he wrote Civil War. Yeah, well, Don't, I got the gist of what. Well, guess happens. what? The gist is basically, hey, what if your favorite, same as Ultimates? What if your favorite superheroes were all fucking assholes? Yeah, no, Iron Man's a total dick. So is that. Cap. Cap is no, a, yeah. Oh, oh you're talking about Ultimates? No, no, no. I'm talking about both. Sorry, I was yeah. about to say no. Cap looks like a crazy person in the in Civil War. I've read pieces of it. Yeah, I, reading I Civil War, it's like both of both of them are huge fucking tools, man. Yeah. The only one that comes off looking kind of okay, uh, mostly okay, is Peter Parker. Yeah, which makes sense. It's hard to it's hard to make Peter Parker an asshole. Which yeah. Probably why so popular. <laughs> um, but okay, so your comment about uh, like the the villains is yeah. like you have uh, Samuel Jackson, you know, taking on global warming yeah. and then or using it as a device to be evil or whatever, and then uh, Julianne Moore is using the drug, the, yeah. the war on drugs. Isn't that a classic thing that all villains do ever for every like literally? And the, the genre we love comic books. That's a thing that, like, and also James Bond, they always take uh, something that is good, like an idea that is good, like, uh, maybe I could be mixing up what happens in Die Another Day, because it's really the first James Bond movie I ever saw, because that might, how old I am. Yeah. But uh, they were using a satellite to try to stop the ice caps from melting, but instead it turns into a giant solar laser. I hear you, man. It's just, it's just, the way it's positioned, it just really, like, Do you think it's just how the into... political climate is now? Um, because that, I, that I is def- a trope we use. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right, and it's that's that's part of it. But it is also definitely a, it comes across as a perspective of the people making the movie. Hmm. Um, just the way the 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 way they confront it. I'm not saying all this stuff is intentional. It just it just it it takes me out of the experience. It seemed like in especially it's a little this- more on the nose in the first one. Yeah. Um, With what? Uh, well, can I spoil the first one? Yeah. No, and then also let's go into let's save that for spoilers because okay. it also ties into another thing I wanted to bring up, but mm-hmm. I can't because of spoilers. Okay, and um, but overall, uh, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I give it probably like a seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, maybe no seven out of ten seems pretty fair. I don't really know a number we could pick because I don't know the, everything changed. This this I will criticize that you don't need to blow up the kingsman every single movie like i i i actually want to get to know them also don't uh, get too amped on the statesman you don't get to know that much about no them their gadgets are cool yeah the lassos gadgets are always cool listen the parts i think the parts the 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 emphasizing the fashion dope those suits are dope emphasizing mm-hmm. the tech the tech is always cool although i did catch myself within like wait how does that work and <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's not the point of these yeah, movies at all no, uh, uh but uh the gadgets are always cool uh the actors are obviously great um there is one actor that features heavily in the promotion of the movie that i kind of wish had more to do in the actual movie i was kind of bummed that he was sidelined um spoilers um and again i liked i like exe a lot in yeah. this in this one i kind of don't think you needed to bring colin further back Mm, agreed. Yeah, uh, but as what, great as he is, what would he's you, fucking fantastic. What would you rate it? So you gave it a seven out of ten, which yeah. is like a C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Now getting into spoilers, get ready. Ooh, uh, wait, before we do that, yes. One final shout out to our friends. You know who they are? Blue Apron. Well, of I course believe. they are because they feed us. Yes, they feed us. And we want to get fed, and they can feed you too because they uh, they're one of the, if not the, top meal delivery services that you can get your. 
uh, sweaty little mitts on. Since we've been able to experience it multiple times, we can uh, guarantee that you guys are going to have a blast with them because not only are you going to learn how to cook, you're going to learn how to cook fast yeah. and healthy meals. And mm, and if you're thinking like, oh man, that sounds too, uh, too good I, to be true, highfalutin and fancy to me. Yeah. Listen, man, I've had some delicious burgers. Yeah. From okay. Them. Yeah, the, yeah. They had like a, they came with a really good bun. Yes. And also there was one time I had figs. Actually, the first time I ever had figs, they had a fig uh, like pudding that was on the side, and I was like, and you smear that on the chicken. Coming up sometime in the next couple weeks, I saw there's a burger that has a pretzel bun. Whoa. So be on the lookout for that. And that's the thing is you get to choose the meals you want. So not only is there variety, and it allows you to be flexible and customize the uh, recipes you want to eat Mm -hmm. that seem delicious to you, it is affordable for less than $10 per person per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make a delicious home-cooked meal. Did you know there are purple potatoes? Because I got a pizza that had potatoes on it, and it was very good. See? See? And Sam... You could also say, I'm sure, in that situation, that it was easy. Oh, it's easy. Less than 40 minutes. 40 minutes or less. Let me be fair. Yeah. Uh, Because sometimes uh, Sam takes it a little too... uh, He gets distracted. Yeah. But so even with distractions, 40 minutes or less. 40 minutes or less. Super easy and guaranteed. Uh, Blue Apron has a freshness guarantee that every ingredient uh, in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. So go ahead and check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first meal with free Free shipping. shipping. Wait a minute. Let's hear that deal one more time. $30 $30 off your first meal with, with free, free shipping. shipping. I love that free shipping, man. Uh, it really, really helps. By going to blueapron.com slash stupid, you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash stupid. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And now back to our podcast. It, Dang it. it. Thank you so much for that. All right, spoilers for yes. Kingsman. Why... Go. <laughs> Why go? Uh, the, just to just to get it out of the way, the thing I was referring to is it's also kind of telling that in the first movie they fucking blew up Barack Obama, but the new president that's not Trump, uh, but is white and hates drug people, just gets arrested. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna look this up while while you keep talking. There was something about Trump being edited. Out. Oh, I saw that too, but I meant uh, to look that up as well, but yeah, I didn't. Let so me see. Um, the once again the Kingsmen are blown up at the beginning of this movie, even though we just reestablished them after the last and one. And it was. Bummer. Um, I'm blanking on the actor's name who plays the new Arthur, yeah. and I really like him. And and it was a weird moment where I'm like, I don't know if you have unlimited fucks to say in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he got like he almost said it. He's like, yeah. fuck, yeah. and then he said it a little too long. Yeah, <laughs> and then they cut him because they blow him up. But I'm like, mm. and they blow up Roxy, and that I didn't like. I think, yeah. I'm like that. That really bummed me out because um, a lot of the story that Colin Firth got. You yeah. could have given to her. Yep. And I have a picture or of that. Or even if you wanted to uh, trim it down even more, just get you could have given it to Merlin. Because Merlin really doesn't have anything to do in this movie. Besides sit at a computer and talk to Halle Berry. Yeah, which, I mean, I wouldn't hate that. I know, exactly. If I'm being honest. Um... I do, I do like. There's a, there's a payoff to the Colin Firth. So they, apparently, the Kingsman came up and saved him almost immediately after getting shot in the head. I don't like it for a variety of reasons. Hold on, we have a tweet that, for a question about this, and I want to acknowledge that person's question. Uh, Lewis at Lewis Oreo. Mm, Oreos are good. Are you glad Firth came back? I feel like it could have been used the time to develop Merlin further, or like you said, Roxy. Um, I, I get the desire because Colin Firth was basically the bedrock of that first movie and um, maybe worrying about Taron right whether he could 
Terrence the Eggsy, mm-hmm. whether he could carry a film. Yeah, he definitely After can. F- he definitely can. After the first however many minutes before Colin Firth shows up, definitely can. It reminded me a lot of uh, Men in Black 2, mm. where it's like, we got to find a way to bring... Tommy, I know it completely undermines the whole emotional arc of the first movie, but we gotta bring him we back. We gotta bring him back. He can't have a life anymore. I was and like, don't worry, his life's awful, and that's where you get set up in this. I will say, I did tear up when they brought the puppy in, and the puppy was the way they. Uh, that puppy was fucking adorable. They get the cutest goddamn puppies. Also, they blew up the dog. They yeah, they blew up the dog. Um, but I, Jack and Bauer, his one black friend who don't care about. Yeah, uh, we knew he had a birthday. Yeah. I see your I see your criticism, and they are they're valid. Um. It just starts to talk to you after a minute. Yeah. And again, if you're able to watch those movies while thinking about that, enjoy, man. I'm just, it, it got in there and it doesn't get, it doesn't, it can't get out now. But, and that was the other thing is one of my favorite moments in the first Kingsman is they fucking had the balls to kill off Colin Firth. I blew my mind. Yeah. It was real. Also, when it, it makes you kind of. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Audibly like, oh shit. Like yeah. they're not fucking around. And I did tear up when Merlin blew up, even though it was like, yeah, I think he's ready to go. And that's, um, what's that actor's name? Mark Strong. He's great. Yeah, he's really good. And the, I love him singing John Denver. <laughs> yeah, love, yeah, right. Uh, Country Road is a great song. Yep. And I'm glad like they set that up five seconds before they went and did this. Like, who's my favorite band? I don't know. John Denver. It's like, so not important, but yeah. I guess we'll know that now. Anyways, uh, with the Trump jokes two of them at least because i'm kind of just skimming this while we're talking uh there was going to be a joke from julianne moore that she wanted to host the apprentice and they were like they took that out also they're going to make the oval office because they were shooting this during the election they wanted to make the oval office look more like trump tower and this guy was supposed to the president was supposed to emulate trump and they were like trump would never win right like that's the joke right and so we'll make it look like trump won Uh, and they're like "Mm, no and they went and just made it the regular oval office and they they changed it yeah but it's like Again, they blew up Barack Obama's head, and this guy just gets arrested. He just gets arrested. Um, they did like bring that back, and they were like, "Wasn't that fucking rad?" Because they didn't point to, um, you know, the president dying. They're yeah. just talking about all the people in that room. Yeah. I did like the explanation of why the evil friend got his arm blown off, but and it was he didn't die. Thing. And yeah. I, I really liked the, all the robot arms. It was so cool. The way they resolved it wasn't. As cool as like everything else leading up to like all the fights with the robot arm were fucking dope. A uh, robot uh, beautician. The, yeah, was really cool. There, I love the 1950s hiding in the Cambodian jungle yep. thing. And Julianne Moore is uh, fantastic in this. She's so much fun in this I'm movie. I'm really hoping that they're not eating people there. I thought that. I hope that was just an initiation. I mean, thing they, they, they do Angel. sometimes at least. Elton John. I'm sorry. I know they. They. I ate, basically at a, as soon as this movie started and like it was an action scene immediately. I was like, oh, this is a movie. Like, yeah. This, this is a movie. Like I'm just gonna kind of tune out. Not tune out like Fast and the Furious tune out. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, we're just having fun. Yeah. Like, and that's and that's the point. This is supposed to be lighthearted. There's, I'm gonna be honest. This movie, these movies are not supposed to really take a very strong political stance. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. if if you felt that it was supposed to, or if anybody else felt they were supposed to, let me know. If maybe I missed it, I felt like this is a parody on everything. Yeah. Um, especially the Elton John shit, man. That was so goofy yeah. it was so silly um what was i gonna say though uh fuck i lost my the elton point. john stuff like looped around like it was like this is stupid this is kind of awesome ah, this is stupid no like, he, it went through that lo- loop he several times. smiles to the camera yeah. he smiles As he does to a jumping sidekick into a guy's in face. heels yeah he's in heels not like like stilettos to be fair but yeah. like heels yeah. he jumped in heels and he's wearing so much just weight from the feathers. Yeah, so many feathers. And that joke when Rocket Man turns on when he looks in front yeah. of the, the robot. Oh my god! And she has to say, "Kill Elton John." Yeah. And he teams up with a Spy to kill a robot. Yeah. 
I feel like the whole <sighs> movie just exists for that. Yeah. All those Elton John jokes. And there's a lot of weird like decisions made for like the blood in the movie like Pedro Pascal gets like grind like grinded up yeah but that one guy when he gets grinded up it's just like clothing shooting out the side and they make a little burger yeah it's like oh god that's so gross um I, that's also another weird thing where it's like man Pedro Pascal is making this decision to betray everybody yeah the you're right the one statesman guy that's not white is the bad guy uh and at the end, they like kill him, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck that guy, fuck that guy for missing his wife and making some poor decisions based on that tremendous loss in his life." What an asshole! He was gonna kill like over like a hundred million saying, people. I'm not saying don't kill him. I'm just saying maybe don't be so celebratory about it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But he was going to let like a hundred million people die. Yeah, because he lost a person. That's equal to what she was doing in some way. We didn't have enough time to really build that up. Oh, and doesn't. Oh no no she does she they they OD her she dies Julian Moore that was in. a classic that was Kingsman it was yeah. like that's the same as blowing up everyone's heads on the planet they're yeah. like you know what this is it's true serum obviously no heroin you're like <laughs> Whoa, yeah. okay she's ODing on heroin right yeah. now I don't know my dosages but that uh didn't seem like a lot that's a good lesson look yeah, at that there's a lesson there don't a lesson do to be learned. any heroin. and don't inject into your neck <laughs> yeah and if you're going to this movie because you saw Channing Tatum in the trailers maybe don't or jeff bridges barely both of them barely in it i honestly the statesmen are kind of barely in it yeah it, they took there was definitely sequel sequelitis where you're like you had a lot of really cool ideas yeah. pick one uh yeah and i i did like the way they found out about each other yeah. i like that it was like there's a whiskey bottle and then the there was umbrella, an umbrella. Yeah. and it's, it's kind of it's cute it's cute yeah. and this, this movie has a lot of cuteness in it i like anytime jeff bridges is on camera mainly because of jeff bridges but also he's doing like the smell in the he like grabbed tequila and rubbed it underneath his like yeah his nose and like he's smelling cigars and doing all this super american shit and it's so i loved it i like yeah. i love that texture and also uh the the mix of the spy theme they'd use for Kingsman and the the, the honky tonk bluegrass country music. Yeah, used. I know I said three different genres. Yeah, you, you follow. Them. Yeah, you, you follow. got it. You it got is it. also having the statesman really does help emphasize for American audiences that the the views of both these agencies, like their whole like aesthetic, is stuck a hundred years in the past. Like, it, no, it's how, but no, it's how we just just generally view each other. Yeah. most international people either view uh, like uh, view Americans through very specific type of like lenses, and yeah. the biggest one is Southern. It's yeah. Southern with heavy accents and guns and and whiskey and blah 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 like and pickup trucks i did like one of the things i did like is that they gave eggsy they really emphasized eggsy's actually i think we have a question related to this let me see nope i didn't pull it um (laughs) uh that uh, Eggsy's relationship with the princess, whose name I can't remember because she doesn't matter because she's a woman in this movie. Um, and uh, I thought that was an interesting... I My least favorite sequence in the whole movie is when they go to the, the uh, fucking music festival. music festival and they Super come up with the weird. most contrived way of having to like, no, you have to penetrate her vagina to put this tracker on her. It's like, you guys don't have like... 
fucking spider tracers or some shit. Like you can't. But again, that's going into the. I, I don't know if it's me just being like apologizing for it because of the genre they're making fun yeah, of. Yeah, but there's one thing of like subversion, subverting it or celebrating, and there's another thing of like sticking your dick in it. Like, hey, like we could subvert or lampoon this, but we're just gonna make him have to penetrate her. Mm. And it's like, cool it, man. Like this isn't fun, dude. Like this is movies are supposed to be fun. This isn't fun. It's gross. Uh, and also, but it's meant to be gross. It's definitely that yeah, that whole scene is definitely not most supposed to be cool. No, it's supposed to be cool and fun. The way it's set up is like, isn't this fun and funny? No, dude, it's not. You're mis you're misjudging the whole scene. I didn't feel that, I didn't feel that way personally when I was watching it. I thought they were trying to like I mean they were like, isn't this gross that the spies have this much sex? Like isn't that's what I got from it. And, cool. I did yeah. not. I will I will try to get that from it next time because it'll maybe help me enjoy it more. Mm. Yeah, I think we enjoyed it as much as we possibly could. It's probably, there, it's probably there, there are true. still there's still flaws in this. Um, and I can almost guarantee you because I was I, I was interesting as I was trying to unpack it. It's like it is interesting that they. I mean, it, it again goes along with like kind of like the the worldview of these movies that like the best thing a man can do is get married and settle down. You know what I mean? I can guarantee fucking to you since this is such a such an. Uh, embrace of a particular time period in bond history that the wife will be killed off within the first five minutes of the next kingsman also and then the kingsman again and yeah. the statesman and, and the then statesman. then they got a team and up. Then they got a team up with man them. channing tatum looked so goofy in that little hat at the end he looked great in the suit goofy yeah. in the hat yeah he looked we, like, like you pointed I, out you got to see him dance he did and i i was very happy about that yeah. he really was having a lot of fun um but i did want to say oh i did love uh, spy movie garbage when they're in the ski lift going down yeah. and the guy cranks it to a hundred yeah. and it fucking whips around faster than a roller coaster and I just <laughs> love that like why would it go yeah. why would they build no safety functions that, there. No, yeah, yeah but also why would they build it ever to go that fast yeah. <laughs> like no 100% was the normal speed that it goes at either it's off or it goes to slow gentle spin why would it go yeah, to 100 it, yeah. also the engine on that thing would have to be enormous to you make see, you're falling in the same trap I was no you're no to no, find... no I don't no I don't hate it yeah. I just love that that happened because yeah. you're like because it happens in comics too where you're like 100% like why would they build an engine that can go above that yeah. like no just leave it there yeah. like but I, I still loved it because it's swinging around and he cuts a hole in it with a lasso and he accidentally cuts it it's great yeah. and it's great and I am the okay so the a criticism I have of it uh, the one that really got me is that Confort didn't need to be in it I think if you had him in flashbacks or if you yeah. had him like if he pull um pull a the first movie they can think of no what's a movie where you have flashbacks of a character that's died that sets up how this story is going to play out. You know what I, I mean? what you're saying. Yeah, so basically, a, like, he maybe had a mission in the past with the Kingsman. There you go. That, that maybe he encountered the Statesman, then Jeff Bridges knows him. Sorry, or something I like meant that. the Statesman. Like, he teamed up with the Statesman in the past. Yeah, and that he just informs didn't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, I would have liked if he was used that way. And if you wanted to just totally just go fucking crazy at it the wedding at the end have him as a ghost there yeah. <laughs> have him as like or he gives a wink and he floats away I and if that happened you're like oh, ooh, hit the spring yeah. I would have been like yeah of course yeah, yeah that's what happens and I think it would have been really cool if Roxy had gotten away but had severe trauma because I love the whole like rebuilding the brain thing with the uh, like the emergency gunshot yeah. wound it made sense why the statesman picked up Colin Firth yeah. like because they're like we're 10 miles away we can go get him it's yeah. easy we can run an errand after too and mm -hmm. like they have this special goop that rebuilds your brain um, but it would have been really cool if Roxy got brought in because yeah. 
Um, I, I would have liked to see her built up. Uh, I know there isn't, and they could have built like a cool emotional bridge between uh, Eggsy and Roxy. Yeah. Because they don't explore any of the emotional like depth of Colin Firth and Eggsy, except for the scene with the dog where they yeah. get his memories to come back. Also, the whole thing about butterflies, like that he sees them and he freezes up. It doesn't actually pay off at all. No. We, if anything, he, he will. If we get a third movie, he won't talk about it, and yeah. we'll move on past it. Like yeah. that's what's going to happen. The the only payoffs with that is again, the dog was great. Also, I like the retooling of the scene from the first movie where it's like man is make of man and he tries to do his baddest stuff and he just can't yeah he can't do it that he, was that he was gets fun. a couple good hits in but like yeah. the totally backfires yeah uh that was pretty good um and pedro pascal coming in with the lasso was yeah. really cool i would like pedro pascal to get more uh roles like this like yes. he, he, he i thought for clear- a second you're like i would like him to come back it's like oh no 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 no, no. he can't come back well i bet i bet you he could yeah I bet they have like some kind of magical Somehow. reverse thing yeah um or you know what i want them to go all out third one time travel boom go back to victorian england and then like like the men in black movies there you go exactly and then oh my god it could exactly do that um don't meet young colin firth though go to victorian era there you go uh uh, taryn uh, eggsy has sex with the queen Queen. or ooh, go all the way back and it's king arthur time and that way all their code names like really sell it the Kingsman codenames, awesome, dope, amazing. The Statesman codenames, really? Really. Drinks, is that the best you could come up with? Also, after, after the fucking round table? And they have, like, that, those are names. Like, yeah. I know it's like Galahad and, uh, what was, um, Roxy was the new Lancelot. Like, yeah. I know it's a stretch, but, like, it fits. Yeah. It fits more. And if, but I don't know what else you'd pick for the Statesman. I know this re- these movies really have nothing to do anymore with, like, the comic, and I think that's yes. really. I think it's really cool of Matthew Vaughn and Fox like taking like liberties like this and having yeah. fun with this. Are you run. excited? We've got some questions mm. that I'm going to read right now. But are you excited for the third one? The, for the third Kingsman? Yes. Yes. Uh, they're already working on. They are? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I will, I'll be very excited about that. Okay. Uh, tone down as many characters. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't need all those characters. Don't blow up the Kingsman again unless it, that's the gag. Or if they even... Well, right now, aren't they basically part of the Statesman now? Kind of, yeah. yeah. They kind of like basically Statesman's yeah. uh, resources are over in England because we get the tease at the end that um, Chang Tatum comes into the Kingsman uh, tailor shop. Right. So That boy looks good in a suit. He does. That hat. The, the bowler, the hat yeah. yeah, you don't need the hat there. Um, but yeah, uh, we do have a couple questions. You yeah. want to kick it off? Ashley Bolick at via Bolick one. What did you think of what happened to the Kingsman? We talked about this. Were you disappointed, or did you understand why they did it? What happened to the Kingsman company? I think we were both a little disappointed. I'm blowing it up, blowing it up. Yeah, yeah, not great. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, since it, it motivated us, uh, mainly I just wanted more Kingsmen to be there besides Colin Firth, Mark yeah. Strong, and uh, man, I'm going to be bummed that Mark Strong's not there anymore because I love that that whole thing in the first movie with the uh, the test with the parachute, you know, yeah. when they're jumping out of the plane and they all have to test them together. See, there's your fucking arc, man. You blow up, you actually blow up um, Merlin in the first attack. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he's dying as Eggsy finds him and then Roxy's whole arc is is becoming the new Merlin. Mm, that'd be cool it once again makes the woman tech support but you know what 
There's only we're so trying. much you can ask of these movies, we're I think. We're trying. Uh, we have another one from uh, Lewis. No, at, you're going to jump to Leah Rose Rao, because we already did Lewis. Oh. oh. Leah Rose Rao at Walnut Junkie. Honestly, what did you think of the villain's plan and the president's response? Well, I mean, obviously, it's kind of like a parody. Like, since we know that this was written to be kind of a parody of Trump, yeah. uh, it fits what you'd expect of Trump. Yeah. And like, Although, and, let's be real. Huh. He'd get the blue. Huh? He'd get the blue. He'd get the blue. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> be, was. let's be real. Uh, by the way, I think this is, I think I misspoke. I think it's Lee mm. Rose Rowe. Lee Ro- sorry. Probably. Uh, but Lee no, it, with names. Uh, it, the villain's plan is villainy. It's it's the same. It's equivalent to what happened in the first movie. Like, yeah. um, uh, also, wait, okay, so I, I wanted to come back around. Uh, like, there's a, a lot of people got really excited for, and tell me if I'm off track here. Yeah. A lot of people got really excited when, like, Black Manta became, like, a really prominent character and uh, a prominent uh, black character that's yeah. a villain. And, like, a lot of people really celebrate that that character exists. It doesn't, this movie celebrate it too by having a women and people of color being villains instead of just another white guy versus white guy? I mean, no, not really, because it, it makes them, because there, there's no, it'd be more interesting if there were black people in prominent heroic roles, or like, like a, or a woman in a prominent heroic role. The only prominent woman we have is Halle Berry, and she just wants to not be a tech person. Do we get to see her do anything badass in this movie? No, but she does earn the right to do it later, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, because Pedro Pascal, bad guy, he kept stopping her. Yeah. Now she's the new And I don't know if there was a, like a big celebration of Black Manta being... I've always heard that the people like celebrate that because maybe I'm misreading it. Maybe I just no. read one Reddit post about it. Okay, <laughs> that yeah, could be it. I mean, it's cool that you always want more diversity. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just always fighting, like you always like, oh, night, no yeah. white guy versus a white villain. Like maybe you can switch it up a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I was just thinking about that. Anyways, I get what you're saying, though. I yeah, get what you're saying. Uh, uh, villain's plan. I mean, is yeah, is villainy. It's yeah. the same. It's it was. I equivalent. did like the hey, we just have to press this button. All these drones just magically get it to all these people. Don't worry, it's in, in time. every major city. Yeah, it's like, but you did the trucks were done all over the planet like yeah. and also like there needs to be you, you had millions of drones yeah if you had all those drones nobody could find your cache of all of those drones unless everyone piled all the people together like yeah. they did in that crazy that crazy yeah. cage. why is everyone in an individual cage that would yeah. cost so much money just put them in the arena and yeah. then put a temporary well anyways i lo- i did love it i loved yeah. the way it looked because you're like oh no it is evil yeah everybody's wild. a bad guy yeah. evil. uh danny boy hey danny boy at shiny verse 78 after seeing a lot of independent films is the overall movie going experience different for a big budget film are uh, you more forgiving of bad films? No, it's about the same. Like, I mean, we've yeah. seen indie movies before, and we've I, seen a, like a lot of indie movies. It's, yeah, it, it's it's just different movie going experiences. Yeah, I just yeah, coming after Fantastic Fest, it was a little like it was it was fun to get the escape, but it was also a little like mm, mm. I've seen way too many really good movies in the past, especially good crazy movies. Yeah, like Cell Block and, uh, Mom, and Mom and Dad. That it's like. My, it's a little tough to compete, if mm-hmm. I'm being honest. Ooh, Joe uh, Escopete at Josh Escopete. Yep, uh, <laughs> Monsieur <laughs> underscore Cipher. Between the two of you, who is a Kingsman and who's a statesman? I'm Kingsman. Okay. Do you want to be a statesman? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, you don't have to. You I like both I Kingsman. Like, I like. I mean, I like cowboys and shit. I'd rather have a suit. That suit. That suit, suit. I don't really like the King, statesman's fashion sense. I mean, uh, <laughs> you can pull it look, off. I feel like you can pull yeah, off a, a top hat. 
Uh, well, no, the, top, the, top. the cowboy. You know, you know the, what cowboys wore? Yeah. Top hats. Top hats. <laughs> oh, wait, who? John Wayne. You know, he always wore the cowboy hat. Do you the know that hat? he is a top no. hat? The the southern top hat. But no, <laughs> did you know he made his car taller? He had like a he had like a station wagon, and they he they had it made taller so that he could always wear his hat, and he could wear his hat while driving because the hat's so tall. But that's silly. But I did like Justified, and he always wore his hat in that. So well, what did, did he take it off when he got in the car? It probably did actually. It probably did, yeah. and so John Wayne never wanted to take it off. It's such a part of his persona. So I wish I could it's be branding kids. It's I, important. I wish I could be have enough fuck you money that I could just make my car big, like taller, yeah, not like, even bigger, just yeah, a little tall, tall, taller, taller by six inches. Like every big NBA player has customized their cars because they're so big. Mm-hmm. I don't fit in a lot and of beds and bed like yeah. customized also. If I had the money, I'm not even that tall, but I'd make my bed like twice as big. Yeah. I, want, I want to have to you crawl to around. <laughs> yeah, I want to have to crawl around on my bed. Like, where the fuck co- is the remote? I have no, I, there's no way I'll find this. I need four people to make this bed. It's huge. Uh, Iqbal, eh, Iqbal Hassan, Hassan uh, if the Kingsman could cross over with another franchise, which one would you like it to be? I'd like to see them in with the Men in Black. That's the first one I thought, too. Men in well, Black. Well, especially all cool. the comparisons we made. Yeah, it is following the trope. Uh, right. uh, 21 Jump Street would be fun. Yes. If you could really like dive into that humor. Uh, Fast and Furious, why not? Actually, that'd be pretty cool. Because that's what the statesman should yeah. be like, is the Fast and Furious crew. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. No? Uh, sorry, I'm just not the biggest Fast and Furious fan. I just happen to have seen most of them. I've seen more than you have. Yeah, I've seen true. more of them than you I've have. I've seen all the great ones. Yeah, you, you haven't up. done your time. You haven't yeah, earned. I do want to see the you first haven't... one because that's the one that started it all. But five and up, you got to see pretty... three. Three is still three, still my favorite. I know it has its fans. Tokyo I guess Drift. I'll just have to watch all of them. You didn't have one through four. Four is bad. Four is so bad. It, it tries to deal with like the border border patrol and drugs. It's not good. But uh, wait, what's another franchise? Um, Twenty One Jump Street, Men in Black. Remember that crossover they kept talking about they were going to do? I like that idea. Actually. I did too. With the the. the they're doing a Men in Black happen. spinoff now. I'm shocked that we haven't just made a Men in Black show, man. Just do you, it. You've said that before. I you, know. You're a fan. Yeah. I'll have to pitch it once people give a shit about my pitches. Well, you, ha- you got to go out and pitch. Start pitching now. I do just it. Need to show up. Three, two, one, go. Dude, pitch. Men in Black. Make it's, it a TV show. It's the show. elevator. It's, oh, we're out. That's, I don't know. That's all I needed, man. We'll be in touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't think of another one, but let, actually, we'll end that with the qu- that'll be the question. Because yes. uh, Iqbal, good idea. Uh, shout out. Also, Iqbal and Misander Fulcrum. Uh, shout out to both of you guys uh, because you both do Reddit posts for um, uh, what we're into this week. Because Misander Fulcrum was a little late with it. <gasps> Not that you're on a schedule. Yeah. Iqbal was like, oh no, they don't have other thing. And then he, uh, they made it. And I yeah. was like, uh, you know, that's cool that you guys both care. Uh, so thank you both. And thank you to everybody who uh, keeps this community going. I think we're winding down. We love down. it, man. Our community is amazing. We got to meet uh, some of our community. A lot. We were surprised. And- we met a bunch of we took them uh, we didn't take you guys to lunch uh, uh, we didn't, uh, we're not we making that money Yeah, yet. we don't make that kind of money <laughs> uh-uh, but we we sat at a restaurant yeah. with you uh, and then we met a bunch of you guys at the fest yes and we all talked about stuff and uh, it was a blast it was man I miss Fantastic Fest yeah and I keep hearing about movies people got to see that are still that's still going yeah I couldn't do a whole. I couldn't do a whole week. Whole week there. is a lot, but I yeah. do kind of miss it. I do miss yeah. it because Austin's so cool. Uh, but guys, thank you again. Make sure you check out all of our live streams we're going to be doing this yes. month. New superhero show coming back. It'll be a, you know one of the. It'll be some stuff with Patreon, some stuff with not. Just keep it. Keep your eye out. Yeah. Uh, uh, get excited for it, and just know we're going to be watching everything. And if not all of us, I will be. Yeah. 
I will take that upon myself. Mm-hmm. You got the time now. I got the time now. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out our Twitters at DJ Talks Trash. Thank you. And at Sam Basher. Thank you. Also, follow us at Only Stupid Answers. You didn't cut the vowels from stupid. You didn't say Twitter ahead of time that that was... I didn't preface so I, that, I thought you, you were going to be on your toes. I did say it. I was on my toes. You did? Yeah. Hmm. Also, OnlyStupidAnswers.com uh, for basically every place you want to find us. Find us and listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you check out our Patreon for more stuff later today for the people who are watching live. <gasps> tune in for our Google Hangout. Yeah, they're excited to talk with you guys because uh, some of you guys we actually met, and now we're going to be crazy. like, now we have inside jokes. <laughs> it's fun. Um, also, we've been working on. Uh, I think you tweeted out that we've been working on a lot. As soon as we got back from Fantastic yeah. Fest, we took a day off and then got right back into. We it. didn't even have a day off. I think you texted me around noon. That I had ideas. Day. I had the yeah. stuff. We were hitting up a bunch of people on new projects. Yeah, maybe merch. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's all I'll say, that we are maybe working on different types of merch. I said more than I thought I was going to say. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you... What? ...next time. Hello. Bye. And even though it is a bummy. <laughs> Get it out. Get it out of your system. Mm-hmm. Bummies. Bummies. Uh, don't communicate bummies. I got the bummies.